Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. He said he wanted multiple Lombardis with an S to add to the multiple Lombardis with an S. He already has. Could it be over? The end of an era for Big Ben in Pittsburgh or in the NFL over the last year or so? You know how cathartic he has been. He has been wide open. The Steelers are wide open saying we need a salary structure change. You may not fit. We'll talk about it with one of his former teammates, Plexico Burris, coming up in 10 minutes. Plex actually played with Ben two different stints. His early time in Pittsburgh, the one year when Ben was a rookie, and then he came back to the Steelers in 2012. Plex's opinion on the biggest story Plex. in the NFL this morning. Like I know him. I wasn't at the club with Plex like he was, but I was hey, first hey, name hey, basis. Hey, hey, hey. Just saying. I we can to, neither confirm happen, nor deny. I happen to be in certain places at certain times, but you do you realize <laughs> – how tall Plex is? You, I'm tall to you, right? How tall are you, would you say? I'm 6'4". Six, 6'4". Four. Six, four. He's Plex, like 6'7". Man, right? Plex is tall, and he got a long neck. So he's really tall. Like, when I met I met Plex his rookie, not even his rookie year, he was a senior at Mississippi, uh, Michigan State. He came out to L.A. and came to my restaurant, and uh, I met him at the doorway. I was like, damn, he tall. I mean, he's like, he might be listed as 6'5", but because of that long neck, he got to be 6'6". Six, six. Easy. Three-inch neck. <laughs> See, it's so funny, though. Wow. See, this difference between football and basketball, man. 6'6 six, six ain't tall, though, Key. Six, no, that's six tall for tall. That's tall so for that Kevin, Kevin Durant. Ooh. What do you mean? I'm, I'm Evan, coming from the guy who's like 5'1". But well, I'm just okay, going to say, like, five, I'm three. short. I'm short. I'm two, but I'm short in basketball. I get all that. You but said guys you're 5'2"? Like Evan's 5'2". Oh, Evan's 5'2". Yes, okay. I'm 6'2", yeah, Keith. You're five, you me correctly. 5'5 five, five in the playbook. No, <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay closer to 5'11 and 3 quarters. No, I'm 6'2", man. And Keith, you're only about 6'3 and a half. I'm, I'm so, a 6'4", I'm, I'm 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 legit. 6'4", flat. Flat, combine, 6'4". We'll ask Plex about it. That was almost 20 years ago when he probably walked into your restaurant. We'll ask him about it here in eight minutes. As I said... Late last hour, but of course nobody pays attention to me. I did say one of the most dangerous places on the internet to be. Never mind the dark web. Do not go on the KJC Twitter feed. If you go on the KJZ Twitter no, feed. No, go on it. No, go on that. We want yeah, you to go exactly. on it. Make your comments. Embrace tell us, that. Tell us what you really feel. Evan? Also put real pictures of yourself up so we can really see what you look like and what state you're from. Okay. Don't not just that, say USA. Tell yeah. us the state, the city. We're not gonna, we just want to know. What we're dealing with. Right, so not not like that fake, fake avatar right. stuff. <laughs> Your yeah. fake Tinder you mean, profile. Whoa, she looks you, like that. You mean like oh, OSU no, Legacy, like who, uh, who his avatar is beat Michigan. Yeah, it doesn't work. So what do you say? Where are you from? What do you say? <laughs> well, we know where he's from. He's from Ohio, probably. Uh, so he said that earlier we had Chris Canty on like two hours ago. He said, and, and Jay called him CC. He said, CC is Chris Carter, the Hall of Fame wideout. At Real J. Williams, oh, that's like Canty it. or Chris at Chris Canty 99. So was Christopher Columbus, was he CC? I'm just curious. Like, how about, what do we call CC Sabathia? He is, he is the CC. That's, like, the, that's his the, name. Well, I it's think. Karsten Charles, but like he's CC. I think huh. you say CC Sabathia is CC because it's CC Sabathia. <laughs> well, CC Chris Carter is nicknamed CC. His name is Chris Carter. There's other CCs. Can you say that Shaq is not the diesel because John Riggins was the diesel? No, Shaq's the diesel, period. I thought End Shaq was it. Superman. Hey, I was going to go there too. Shaq is Superman. He's the big enchilada. He's whatever you want to call him because he deserved it.
But Shaq was Superman before Cam was Superman. So and, and before and before Superman? Dwight Howard. Yeah. And you can still I, call Cam Superman if you choose to do so. He got a lot of kryptonite going on right now, but he'll be okay. <laughs> and you want to run through a yeah, few let's, more? Let's run through a couple of these. Uh, these are, are athletes who share the same nickname, and you guys have to pick which one is the real. Uh, so, like, for example, Pistol. Is it Pete Sampras or Pete Maravich? Yeah, really That's not Pete not Maravich. I, I would say That's Pistol Pete. I would say Pistol Pete because I just know Pete Sampras is Pete Sampras. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Not even a question. A-Rod. Rodgers, Roddick, Rodriguez. Mm. I would say A-Rod, the baseball player for the, the Yankees. True, Alex, yeah. a- a- Alex Rodriguez. True Yankees, Yankees reporting today. Yeah, I'm with that. The Rocket, a- Aaron for the Rocket Maurice Richard, or Roger Clemens, or Rocket Ishmael. We know Key's going hockey. On I would go Rocket Ishmael. Roger Clemens. Rocket Ishmael. Because his name, essentially, is Rocket Ishmael. Rocket. I'm, going, I'm going, yeah, Clemens. The Missile. What was it? The bomb, the missile, and the rocket. Those were all three of them. Remember that, Zubin? Hey, yes. you can't say those words. Weapons of mass destruction. No. You can't say those words. You can't. Zubin, you can't say that. That was their nicknames playing football, man. Stop. What? At, well, at, somebody on Twitter certainly will raise that question, I'm LT, sure. LT, Ladanian Tomlinson or Lawrence Taylor? That's a good one. It's, it's, it's more of a Lawrence Taylor. LT. It's more of a Lawrence Taylor, but you can get away with LT, if you in California, San Diego, TCU, Dallas, Fort Worth area, you can get away with it. But from a just an overall broader perspective, Lawrence Taylor's LT. Sugar Shane Mosley, Sugar uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. Because I'm or younger, Sugar Ray Leonard. Because I'm well, Ooh. okay, Leonard, so yeah. Sugar Ooh. Ray Leonard then. I Sugar Ray Leonard, Leonard. Yeah. yeah, Sugar yeah. Ray Leonard. Leonard's the one. Any more? Is that it, Evan? Is that all good? Javon Curse or Tim Lincecum? Javon Curse. Yes. Javon Curse is the freak. Javon Curse. For yes. sure. We, we had him in scouting reporting reports as the freak. No love for big time Timmy Jim. Uh, big Z, uh, Zadrunas <laughs> Elgaskis, <laughs> Carlos Zambrano, or Zubin Mahente? Ah. Oh, Zubin uh. Mahente, the big Z. That's big Zubs. Stop any questions. Stop thinking about it, Key. No, man, I'm not going to do that. I don't even, I've never, no. Here's my know. thing about Zadrunas Olgowskis is I've always thought about this. If you're going by alphabet, if somebody brought this up to me, if you're going by, you know, you normally when you're in class, it'll go by last name. Like, you know, it'll be Johnson, Mahenti, uh-huh. Williams, uh-huh. if you're going in alphabetical uh-huh. order. I've always thought if you were going by first name, I had to be last. I mean, who could beat a ZU? ZY <laughs> for Zadrunas Elgowskis. I never thought there'd be a ZY, but obviously, as, as you know, Jay, how much does LeBron love Zadrunas Elgowskis, right? I mean, so I think he's probably got to win it. LeBron's love for him. Who, puts him who over else the do you he have, Evan? Is that it? a lot it? of money. He made Elgowskis a lot of money there, Zoo. Is that it, Well, you Evan? took the diesel. Uh, we had the diesel, Riggins or Shaq. Okay. That one is like a landslide. With all due respect, maybe Bram would vote for John Riggins. <laughs> <laughs> when he was with us last time. I hour, only knew him as John Riggins or Rigo. Rigo. Yeah, Rigo I, yeah. I knew him as Rigo. Anything else? The Hammer? Uh, Hank Aaron or Dave Hammer Schultz? Uh, I think it's another no, landslide. Stop. Another hit landslide. What? Got to be Hammer. Hammer and Hank Aaron, man. Stop it. Big Dog. Glenn Rice. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Rob. Rob. Yeah, Glenn Rob. Glenn Robinson. Robinson. Big Dog, Rice. Glenn Rob. Yeah, Robinson. Exactly. Big Dog. Who's the yeah, other one? Antoine Carr, apparently. Also oh, the journeyman NBA guy? Okay. Nah, Antoine no, Carr. that's okay. Big Dog Glenn Rob. No, Big Dog Glenn Rob. For, for sure. sure. 
Sign for that big deal in the first round. Uh, yeah, Goose, he's... Goose, Goose Goslin, Goose Goslin, or Goose Gossage? Gossage. There's only one Goose from Top Gun, man. <laughs> I'll Wait, go which one? Which one had the handlebar? Gossage, the Yankee, yeah, the former the, Yankee. Yeah, San Diego Padres. <laughs> say mustache. Yeah, that's the one. Jeez. No, he had the handlebar though. Uh, <laughs> Jay he had the big handlebar, right? Big Fu Manchu. Yeah, the, whole the big thing. Fu Manchu. Yeah. Yeah. Goose Gossage. Yeah, now, come on, man. I was a kid. I watched him. Oh, this is baseball, man. Come on, stop. Mel Let Allen, Jake. shout out. Last one. Uh, the Iceman, George Gervin, yes, Bjorn sure. Borg, or Retief Goosen. I'm surprised Once you didn't again, say a rapper. A, a Top Gun reference. There's only one Iceman. There's only Gun. one Iceman. I had the poster, man, sitting there with his Air Force Ones with two balls, holding right. it with all iced up. Ooh, and the finger roll. Yeah. And the finger Lay roll. He had the finger roll, too. Uh. But Bjorn Borg, that's a good one, though. I mean, that's that's a good one. Legendary We're not player. talking about Jay international Will. here. What about Jay Will? Jay Williams, Jay Williams, Jay Williams. Jay Will. Jay Williams. Jay Will, Jay Will. The Jay Williams that I know. Oh, no. Here we go again. Is from New Jersey. Oh, no. White chocolate. Our guy. No, I just said the one I know is from the Jersey area. That's all uh, I know. That's all I know. And he happened to play basketball. I, hey, this and he happened two, to do broadcast say. journalism stuff. And, I, you know, he was. A, all right. That's all I know. I so just much know he was on the NBA. So on the confusion. NBA. Stop taking shots. On national TV. Can I say that? Can I say or stop taking shots? On national TV. Can I say stop taking shots? But that's not what I'm, I'm – never mind. <laughs> no pun intended. I got you. Gosh, that's, got that's you. very ID networkish, right? Think about it. Don't turn me into one of your streaming shows that you just learned no, how I'm to watch. No, I'm just saying. Basketball, Jersey, TV, NBA. You know what I'm saying? Checks all the boxes. All the Play first the round picks. With the Nets. Played a short since it went to Nets. Nets. Yep. That's very – I need to start digging into that. Jersey. Take mob, a look. Take a ties. look if they got the right guy. Black mob, Subin. <laughs> Mafia ties, Jersey, the whole thing. Betty, coming together. everything. Pro play for AU coach, Doc Nacelli. Yeah, New York Broncos. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing I think similarities. They, I, think they, I feel like they got the wrong guy, Evan. <laughs> See, this is the thing. When your name is Jay Williams, uh, it's just – there's so many Jay Williams. When your name me, you don't have to or worry about me. It. Or yeah, if you're Keyshawn or Zubin, you don't have to worry about it. Jay Will is such well, a common now, name. N- now with the Keys- Keyshawn is a little bit different. That's true. Other yeah, people name Keyshawn. But we call you Mishan. You're not Keyshawn. <laughs> Mishan takes the money and runs. Yeah, Mishan. Page 52. Sports. 52 What's to wrong? 55. It's okay, me. It's okay, me. It's yeah, okay, because it, it, you know I don't give a damn. It's funny though, because you get people that has never ever seen me play. Don't know anything about me. And they write articles calling me B-Shot. It's like, dude, you're like Key. 25. You've never seen me play. You don't know anything about me. I'm never calling you Key again. <laughs> the name of this show should be Mishan, J. Will, and Zubin. Best back page headline you've ever had in New York for the years that you were there. What's I mean, Mishan oh, takes the, the money the one, and run is Mishan great. Mishan takes the money and run was with, good. With like the sacks of cash? Uh, what, it what was you running with like sacks of cash? Michon. It was some picture I had on a bunch of stuff, whatever. Takes the one the that was hilarious, though. Is Keyshawn gives Corbett the cold shoulder? Okay, explain this, Wayne Corbett. Because I was standing up at my locker. My this is my locker. I'm standing up, and Wayne's next to me, sitting down, and I'm getting stuff out of my locker. And that was the funny. It's like, what the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> I gave him the cold shoulder, but that's the New York Post. It's the that's what they do. Here Headlines. it is. We're actually popping it up on the screen. They said you had a tumultuous relationship with the. The gritty, undersized, savvy, first one in, last Whoa. one out. That's what it said. I'm looking at Wait, the screen. Wait, right. was, was he disgruntled? Here's the gritty. photo. You see Look, the here it is right there. disgruntled. Hard to work with. Oh, man, you name it. Some of the funniest stuff ever. It was like 
when I first started working at ESPN and I got hired at ESPN coming off the field and, uh, you know, the first thing people, executives and stuff, they were like walking on eggshells. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to bite your head off. Well, you know, it's like you don't have to worry about what they said about me in some damn newspaper online because that's not who I am. They were just like, hey, can we help you get? No, you don't have to do that. I'm human. I'm normal. Don't worry. It's going to be a hell of a ride. We're you on the way. Normal. A hell of a normal, ride, yeah. yeah, to try to crown the Super Bowl 56 champion. Adam Schefter tweeting this morning, whoever does it is going to roll with a salary cap that will be a minimum. This is just breaking this morning. Of one hundred eighty million dollars, there's some thought the floor could be one seventy five. The minimum will be one eighty. Key now, the Cowboys and other teams that are looking to spend a huge value this offseason know that the floor is going to be one eighty. Okay, so they they kind of have an idea of where it's at. Now they can start to talk about conversations. And as you saw earlier this morning, I know I think it was Phil Yates uh, or someone we were talking to said that the Cowboys are warming up to the idea of having some discussions with Dak Prescott because this is starting to trickle in now. Safe to say the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger are about to have a very serious discussion Mm -hmm. soon. That's Bob Papa, voice of the New York Giants, one of the legendary catches in franchise history. Plaxico Burris is a Super Bowl champion, of course, with the Giants, but he had two stints with the Steelers in which he played with Ben Roethlisberger both times. It's great to welcome the former wide receiver into Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on the Goodyear hotline. Good morning, Plex. I guess I got to ask up, you, Plex? what up? What do you make of this Roethlisberger thing? Your guy, what's up? I know, man. You know, so a lot of a lot of things going on, but I'm pretty soon the Steelers they'll, they'll get down to the to the bottom bottom of it pretty soon with, with Ben and and, and his future. Uh, looking forward. What's up, Plex? What's, what's up, Key? What's, what's up, Jay Will? What's up, baby? What's up, baby? Man, I, I'm hey, – Plax, wait, Plax. Who was a better wide receiver, you or Key? Man, stop. Man, don't go well, there. I'm just asking don't my man. That. That's don't the, do oh, that, this is my, man. This is don't my homie. Don't do that. This is my man. I can ask him what I want. Stop it. What? Me? I'm, I'm going to say that. I ain't scared of Key. What you mean? Ooh, I love it. I love it. What are you talking about? I was a better receiver. I ain't going to say he was better than me. You're not supposed – don't listen. Don't listen. One thing you must do, Plex, is understand who Jason Williams <laughs> is from New Jersey. Who um, am I, Key? Trust me, I, I understand uh, quite well who he is. Uh, he went to Duke. So that, that right there in itself says enough about him. What um, What are you – and I know you when you're looking at this situation with Big Ben, man, and, and everything right. that is transpiring with the Pittsburgh Steelers, what should they do at quarterback? And I know you played with Ben twice, and, and you won with right. Ben, and he helped you in your career and all those things. But mm-hmm. what should they do at this stage mm-hmm. of his career? You know, man, I, I think in a tough situation, you know, with, with, with uh, uh, you know, Ben, I think he's going to make a, you know, $40 million this year going into the season with the salary cap things that's going on. And uh, Pittsburgh is what, I think they're like $22 million already over the cap. And, uh, you know, ben, ben came out and said, you know, a few weeks ago that he's willing to take a pay cut to, to come back and play. But, you know, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. And uh, the, the, them signing Dwayne Haskins tells me that, you know, they don't expect him to come in and start and be under center this season. They want him to come in and learn under Ben, you know, but, you know, be learn how to be a professional 
get tutelage under Ben, and then he will be starting, I, w- I would assume, in the following year. But, you know, uh, looking forward. And with Marquise Pouncey just retiring, you know, all those things are working together. So I do believe that Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin will allow Ben to come back and, and, and play his final year of his contract out. But I don't, I don't believe that it will be at the $40 million price. If you if you're a big Ben Plex, do you hang them up, bronze those cliques? Do you go to another franchise chasing another ring, or you just say, you know what, I had a great run, it's over with? No, I, I don't think Ben's ready to quit. I really believe that. You know, uh, knowing him and, and and understanding how competitive he is, I don't think that he, he's ready to hang it up and quit. But I also think that he should finish his career in Pittsburgh. With with that being said, I you know I think he'll be on the center for one more season. But I don't see him, you know, entering into free agency or whatever the case may be, or seeking a trade to chase another ring. He's a two time world champion. But I, I honestly believe that he will finish his career in Pittsburgh. However, that may happen. Plex, you know, there's been so much that's been made about all this player empowerment movement in the NFL, players like Deshaun Watson and Matthew Stafford trying to get out of bad situations. What's your take on everything that's currently happening? Uh, you know, I, I, I think that the players are, are starting to understand their worth and, and their value as players and speaking up and, and having a voice about their careers and, you know, you know uh, voicing their opinions. And I think they're also tearing a page out of the book uh, as far as as far as the NBA players. So uh, I, you know, I love it. I, I'm all in favor for players, you know, having a voice and speaking up and you know and, and try to have some input about what they think and trying to get a handle on their careers. I mean, I, I love what the guys. I love what the guys are doing. They, they understand who they are and. Uh, they understand their worth and their value to these organizations. And, and if they're in bad situations, I've always been an advocate for guys speaking up and saying, listen, if, if, if a player doesn't want to be there as an owner, as an organization, you should let that man go. I, I, I've always said that. And and I think I think you're starting to see that now more in the NFL because it's been going on in the, in the NBA for a long time. Like speaking of letting go or determining whether he's going to be the guy or not, is Daniel Jones the guy to lead the Giants? <sighs> Tough question, man. You know, he's only been on it. He's only played two years, so it, it, it's tough to really say if he's the future of the New York Giants. You know, you just look at what he's been able to accomplish over the last two years, which has, hasn't been a lot. He does. He doesn't have a, a lot to work with offensively. Saquon going down and. OBJ getting traded to Cleveland, I think that you know you just assess him and evaluate him looking forward as 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 this year comes forward. But you just really can't sit down and say that he's our guy and he's the future of the New York Giants. They they, they took a chance and they drafted a high on the board, so I, they have to go out there play him and see what they can get. Plexico Bears, former New York Giants Super Bowl champion, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. J. Will wanted me to say my understudy, but I wasn't going to do that. Um, <laughs> and, and so, Crazy, Plex, man. when you when you look at the New York Jets and you look at 
where they're at at the quarterback spot with Sam Donald, trying to figure out what they want to do with him, even though they really haven't surrounded him with anything, let alone a big-time wide receiver. What should they do? I, I think the New York Jets are in a tough situation. You know, I, I really believe that you know they want Sam Donald to be their quarterback, but just like you said, if, if you're a quarterback and you can't protect him, you know, uh, I don't care how good he is. Uh, you know, he, he's not going to play well, and then he, 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 you're really not giving him any weapons so he can go out and and be as good as you want him to be. I, I honestly think that they're going to draft a quarterback. And, and and try to trade Sam Donald because I, I don't think that they believe in him and, and, and he's the future of the franchise. But with that being said, whoever you bring in there, you've got to give that quarterback somebody to play with, or just you know it's, it's just a you know it's just a cycle just that, that, that's just going to keep going to keep going. Plex, thank you so much for joining us today, taking us on a trip down memory lane and really taking us inside the psyche of Big Ben. You're one of the first people that's really come on this morning and definitively said, listen, I know he's old, he's a little broken down, he's been cathartic the last couple of years, but Ben Roethlisberger really continues to want to play football, just not at the financial yeah. clip that they're hoping for. Great to catch up, Plex. Thanks, man. All right, man. Tell the fam I said what's up. Thanks, Plex. That's Plexico right. Burris joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. I, I, I forgot Plex was brought to the Giants to help a young Eli Manning. Like, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I knew he was at the Giants of Pittsburgh, but as I started thinking about Sam, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right. They went out and got Plexico so he could be a, a force with a money tumor to help out a young Eli Manning. You've always said it. I mean, what would you do if Sam had a weapon, yeah. right? And that's essentially what you broached here with Plexico Burris, and we'll see. That's a huge question for the Jets, maybe the bigger question is, will Sam be their quarterback? We'll see. It's going to be fascinating on the way to the draft, April 29th. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Still to come, it's a trend that's starting in one sport. It's happening at the worst possible time. And some would say it's maddening. That's next. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dame walks it across the timeline. The shot clock at 18. Blazers down one. Dame takes off, dribbles, drives. He's bumped. He throws it up and fakes it in. Damian Lillard has an opportunity for a three-point play as he gives the Blazers the lead with 16 and a half seconds remaining. All-star or all-world? Courtesy of Rip City Radio 620. Damian Lillard with a stat line. You got to see it. 43 and 16 dimes. And they needed practically everything. 
to get past the Pelicans, 126-124. The Blazers have won six in a row. Tim Tebow's baseball career has come to an end. Obviously, he's got so many other things going on. You know, he was in the New York Mets organization, invited to spring training. His dream was to make the bigs after being one of the greatest college football players of all time. He finishes with 77 games, got to the AAA level a couple years ago, hit 163, four home runs. But as I've said a couple different times this morning, as athletes, we can only dream to be with Key and Jay and Tim Tebow where exhaust every last moment. Love it. you got to move on at some point. But while you can, keep playing. Black history always. Today, with pitchers and catchers starting to report, 14 yesterday, I saw on SportsCenter, we're all over the Yankees camp this morning. If you're a Yankee fan, tune on over to SportsCenter. We honor the Pittsburgh Pirates on September 1st, 1971. They fielded Major League Baseball's first all-black or Latino starting lineup, led by the late great Roberto Clemente, Willie Stargell. They beat the Phillies 10-7. A few weeks later, they won the whole thing, the World Series. And SportsCenter brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely with Straight Talk Wireless. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk. We'll see what happens if 2021's tournament ends the way, I don't know, uh, 2016 or 2018 did. I'm sure our next guest will absolutely love it. He is Villanova head coach Jay Wright. We're less than one month away from Selection Sunday. JW. JW. Jay always going with the nicknames. JW this time. CC. JW. Jay Wright joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Jay, uh, I want to ask you this. We had one of your uh, old colleagues, Seth Greenberg, on, our ESPN college basketball analyst. And uh, the day after the Jalen Johnson situation at Duke where he opted out. One of the things that really um, caught, stuck with me was when Seth said, you mark my words, this ain't the first and this ain't going to be the last. The very next day, the day after Greenberg said it, there's a young kid at Cincinnati named Zach Harvey that did the exact same thing and opted out. It's the biggest event. We're nearing the conclusion of the season where everyone starts paying attention to college basketball. Coach, the opting out, I know it's the coronavirus. It's a weird year unlike any other. Is there any level of concern that this could start to be like a college football thing where people opt out of bowl games if there's not enough on the line? As a guy that's won multiple chips, what do you think about that? Well, first of all, good morning, guys. It's good to be on with you guys. I love the crew, man. Um, you know what? I, I, I've, it, it is, it is going to be an issue going forward. Um, I, I do think um, the NBA has just done such an incredible job. They are, I think they are the master marketing machine in our world. <laughs> These kids are so enamored and it's such a great opportunity for them. Um, there is going to continue to be a, a, a balance in college basketball of understanding for us, you know, as coaches, which, you know, which guys on your team have that, um, that that ultimate goal in being a pro, and that's going to be their decision making process, or guys that really just love being a part of a team and want to be pros and will play it through. And you and you've just got to know who's who, and you got to respect each guy's um, you know each guy's right to make that decision and and to take their own path. Coach. This has been one hell of a year for you guys. I mean, you've had 13 games either postponed or canceled. Typically <laughs> at this juncture of the season, Jay, again, you guys are 22, 23 games deep in. How, 
How difficult is that, especially with the Big East tournament coming up, people talking about opting out, it being in New York City? How are you managing all that together? You know, Jay, it's hard to say, you know, what we're doing. It's hard to use the term difficult. You know, if we're, if we're talking basketball, you know, yeah, it's it's difficult. But, you know, when you look at what's going on in the world and, you know, what everybody's going through with this virus, we're, I think most of us feel really fortunate that we're playing. I know the players feel, you know, really grateful to be able to play. Like, there's so many situations where, we, we've been in quarantine three different times, and w- one time we went in. We were quarantined back to back for 23 days, where we were in quarantine for like 11 days. We came out one day of practice, two guys tested positive. We went back into quarantine. It was brutal. But I and I keep asking the guys, you know, um, you know, if anybody wants to opt out, I I get it. I, you know, this is this is incredible. And, and if anybody wants to go home, I get it. We'll, we'll work a way to get you back. And they all say to me, like, hey, Coach, we were we were home all all spring, we were home all summer. We like we we'd still rather be here, you know, at least having a chance to play. So it's just it it, it really it, it has been um, tough in, in as a coach. You know, you're watching your guys in February and you're looking and seeing like we we are not anywhere close to where we should be at this time of year. And even individual guys, you're looking and saying, damn. If, if we could have worked with him all summer, all fall, mm. you know, he would have been in, in a different spot. So you're frustrated with that, but you got to, you just got to move on and accept it, you know? So it's just a really strange year. Yeah. And, but you know, I, I love this time of the year because this is when everybody gets a chance to know the names that matter in college basketball. One of those names is Jeremiah Robinson Earl. And there's no doubt he's very important, but coach, how important is Colin Gillespie to your squad, a senior in the midst of everything going on, who understands your system and understands how to be an extension of you on the floor. Yeah, you're such a point guard, man. Ain't chance you, know you get it, to hype up those point guards. You know <laughs> it, man. <laughs> I know. That was, that was like you on our USA team with the crazies we had, man. You had to keep them all, <laughs> you had to keep them all in order. I'm doing it here with Keyshawn, too, Jay. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, that's, what, that's what Colin does for us. Um, but first of all, Jeremiah Robinson is awesome, and he, he's one of those guys. Like I'm, I'm sure, at the end of this year, he'll be a you know, a, a, you know, a first round pick, early second round pick, something like that. But uh, because he's improved so much and he's talented, and he's one of those guys like you just wish you could have had him all summer and all fall because he's developed so much. But Colin is the guy. Thank God that we've had him here for three years, and not having him in the summer and the fall, he still knows everything we're doing. And even, you know, at times when those guys were just working out by themselves, he was, he was like a coach, you know, we, when none of us were there, they, they, they were, you know, even in the summer here in Philly, he'd get a bunch of the guys together in in a, in a gym and, and, you know, coach them up. And, and so he still does that on the floor for us. He, he plus he, plus he can score. Um, he, he's, he's really, um, really the most valuable player on our team uh, because he makes everybody better and he runs the show. Coach, tell us, describe to us how difficult it's been, buddy, for you and the rest of college basketball to just keep everything going. Yeah, it, you know what? That's what I was trying to say earlier, Keyshawn. It's, 
I mean, it is difficult to be. You hate to complain about it, given what everybody else is going through. But it's really tough on these kids, man. Like, they, you know, just imagine when we, we were all in college. Like, they can't see their girlfriends. They can't see their families. Like, they're literally locked in. They really are. And, and you know, and some, you know, I know a lot of guys say, like, come on, man. They're sneaking their girls in it. Like, if they, <laughs> if they were, if they were, they'd be testing positive, you know. And, and the, the, the problems that we had, like, we had some times here on campus where we were having – uh, we had 75, 75 positive tests a day on campus. So, oh. you know, we were telling our, our guys, man, you got to stay away from everybody. You know, and they're they're not going to class. You know, everything's virtual online. They're locked in their rooms. When we go to hotels on the road, like we're going up and down stairs and back hallways, and you know, it's it's, it's crazy, man. But as you guys know, they they love to play, and, and every time I sit down with them because I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. I know when I was in college, I couldn't have done this. And I'll say to them, like, guys, are you okay? Like, are we? And they'll say, like, yo, coach, we just want to play, man. We're, they love playing so much. And it's kind of cool because, um, you know, to, refer, to to make a reference to the Allen Iverson great quote of practice, like, you know, we're talking about practice. Like, these guys actually love practice now because it, it just gives them a chance to get out of their rooms and be around each other, you know, and get on the court. So practices have actually been even more enjoyable than ever. Tell you, you started the season out in that Bubbleville, and now you're headed to a bubble in Indianapolis for three weeks. And we can only hope, like I said, 2016, maybe the greatest finish in the history of the sport. 2018, one of the most dominant teams we've seen over the last 25 years using the three ball. Can't wait to see if it'll be a third championship for Jay Wright to add to the one that his mentor Raleigh brought back in the 80s. Great to catch up with you this morning, Coach. Thank you. Good luck, Coach. You too, Appreciate guys. you, man. Right. Good, good talk to you guys. Take care. Same to you. That's Villanova head coach Jay Wright, brought to you by Wendy's, proud sponsor of the 2021 John R. Wooden Men's and Women's Player of the Year, which, of course, Jay won in 2002. They've been handing out the men's award since 1977, and I think it's a great note that the women's award has been handed out every year since 2004 to honor the both best men's and women's players in college basketball on the way an all-star snub that is going to be rectified tonight in the nba that's when Keyshawn j will and zubin returns thursday on greeny nba legends week continues with the one the only patrick ewing we'll talk basketball with him football with lewis riddick and a whole lot more it's greeny starting 10 a.m eastern on espn radio and espn plus This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. You're looking forward to that drive home, Key? We just took a look at an exterior shot of what it looks like right outside the South Street Seaport studio here. Maybe I could be, be a malcontent. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Well, you're disgruntled, disgruntled, you're you're gritty, mad, mad employee because it's snowing, you know, and you're also the president of the company. So, I mean, you can dictate whether we have off tomorrow or not. I'm a, I'm a bad employee. That's all I know. Your your commute isn't terrible though. Your commute isn't terrible though. Prima donna. Prima donna is the word you're looking for. Prima donna. Yeah. That's and, one, yeah. As I would tell anybody, I've been working since 1996. I obviously am not a prima donna or a malcontent. Wide rediva. That's yeah. The word wide rediva. Yes. yes. If he was a good me. teammate, <laughs> me Sean. If he was a good teammate, he'd offer me a ride home because I have to walk home in this. But he has not nope. offered yet. Nope. Every time I offer you something, you never take it. Hey, Zubin, want to go to dinner? Well, I got to go out here. I got to do this. I got to do it. Hey, that Zubin. That is not how I... Zubin talks. Well, not exactly, but you know. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rough it. I know, what I, I know it. what I need to start doing, though, Zubin. Go ahead. Hey, Kevin Agon, do you want to go to dinner with me? <laughs> oh, that's messed up. <laughs> And uh, my favorite team, the Sixers, Jay. I mean, Nagandi loves the Sixers. And the big Sixers guy, Jay's hot on the – Jay loves Embiid. I got to get, uh, get on board. And then again, before Zubin goes on to the last word, yep. is I know he's not Kevin Nagandi. It's an inside joke with us, so yes. don't tweet at us. As I said before, I wish well, I had Nagandi's hair. It's not inside anymore, is it? It's an outside joke now. That's fair. You're right. He's an Ishiroff. <laughs> I've got to tr- test my hey, hand to play back. Hey, Evan, you're feeling way too comfortable here, okay? <laughs> wow. I feel comfortable saying this. And, Jay, you know this, so I'm not going to have you answer this. I'm going to have Key answer this. Take a, take a guess, Key. Mm-hmm. And Jay's been talking up this guy for weeks, and, and, you know, obviously he's the NBA guy. How many points per game do you think last season Bradley Beal averaged? Washington Wizards superstar. How many points per game? 19. Higher. 19. Come on, Keith. 24. Higher. 29? Higher. Oh, no, Keep man. Going. Come on, man. Keep, keeps going, Keith. He's a, he's a walking Thir- bucket. 31? 30.5. 30.5. Do you know last year, despite averaging 30.5 points per game? Huh? He, he averaged 30.5 points per game last season. You, you want another, huh? He did not make the All-Star team. Ridiculous. 30.5 did not make the All-Star team. But here's what I would ask you. When did he catch fire, fire? After the All-Star break? I mean, so, no, it, they right? weren't good at all. I mean, I mean, they he, he was on no, the whole year. Did, but when did he catch fire? Because, you know, course of the season, right, Jay? Average it all the way out. Did he catch fire like that right at after the All-Star voting, something no, like he, that? 
He, he's been putting up buckets since day one. But, you know, you didn't have John Wall last year. They were at the bottom of the East. That was, it, was, it was Bradley Bill against everybody yep. every single night. So I, I went low just how you preference that to me. So I'm like, it's got to be like a trick. You know, it's like 30. And there's my point. Bradley Beal has been an all-star in the NBA two times. Tonight he's going to be a third. Tonight, the reason I'm bringing this up this morning is tonight on TNT, they're going to name the all-star starters. And uh-huh. if you take a look at the voting, the fans are paying attention. And obviously the people that love the NBA love the NBA like Jay. He's been among the leading vote-getters in the Eastern Conference at the guard position, which sometimes is weird because it's a popularity contest and he plays in Washington and he could be traded and the Wizards aren't great, but the fans are paying attention. Okay, here we go. How many points per game is Bradley Beal averaging this year? 30. 32.8. 32.8. Tonight, Jay, we're going to write... Or wrong. And this guy, we already know he's going to be an all-star starter because of the way essentially the, the fan voting is gone. But tonight, he is going to get his due. And if you guys said Damian Lillard is underrated, and we had that argument earlier this morning, I put Bradley Beal right in that conversation. Well, I would say Bradley Beal, I would say Bradley Beal is underrated, but I don't think Dame is underrated. I don't. I, I mean, I know everything about Dame. And maybe it's because I'm a West Coast uh, guy and I pay attention to Portland and I know who Dame, you know, I and I know who Bradley Bill is. But when you think about Washington, not very good, right? Right. So you're like thirty points. Uh, Been a good soldier. Been a good guy. There. Hadn't said anything. You the know. thing though, he hasn't had John Wall for a while. This year he has Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook hasn't been playing that great, even though he's been playing slightly better lately. But you know, Dame. Look, Dame. Dame had a way better team, right? Like, I mean, they. I, I say it again. It's only a couple of years ago they got to the Western Conference Finals. And this has been one of the biggest stories following Bradley Bill. That's why he's one of the most sought after uh, you know, pieces to a championship team because they have not been able to get out of the bottom of the East. That's a problem. He's never had a wingmate that's been healthy. I got to ask you this, Jay, because you're talking about the bottom of the East, but tonight uh, the Nets who are hovering near the top of the East, it's 30 games in now. Isn't that crazy? Zoom in for all the talk we've said about the Nets. They're like second in the East. Yes. I mean, right now in the East, you got to look at it from the standpoint of, you know, the Sixers are sitting there at 19 and 10. The Nets are 18 and 12. So we're 30 games into the Steve Nash tenure. They've won four in a row. They're playing well. Um, I just wonder, because tonight they're taking on Keys Lakers, and even though Vogel has been an NBA head coach at numerous stops, there was that sort of like, let's wait and see what Vogel does with this team, right? People were like, eh, I'm not really sure about Vogel, and he proved himself and did a great job. Obviously, he's got a ton of a pedigree that Nash doesn't on the bench. How would you evaluate, Jay, when Kyrie said, we don't need a coach, we're all the coach, the Harden drama, Durant being sidelined twice, the contact tracing. How would you size up for a guy that's never been on an NBA bench how he's handled the first 30 games? I think he's done well. He's done well because he has an experienced staff. He has mm-hmm. Mike D'Antoni on his staff. Mm-hmm. He has Jacques Vaughn on the staff that has had history with the Nets and Kyrie from last year. Um, I, look, they are second place in the East, and my thing is, they need to continue to get better. Now, we'll see if they're able to pull off this potential Andre Drummond trade, if they're able to find a way to do that. If it's in the buyout market, whatever the situation is. But they also gotten some decent, you know, defensive pieces. I'm not saying they're going to be the difference maker, but Iman Shumpert, you know, Noah Vonley, they were able to get. So I, I, I think that helps them defensively. But I think they're in a really good position. Key, what do you think tonight? Shorthanded Lakers, shorthanded Nets. Finals preview? What do you think? I'm just, I just wanted to throw it I'm out. I'm asking you, what do you well, think? Well, I think you have to look at it objectively. Okay, tell me. I what think you you're going to go Lakers, but I think you're going to learn something about the Nets tonight. As I mentioned, probably Durant won't go. AD certainly won't go. 
But I think there's something here. This could be the first of, I don't know, maybe seven. We see him seven times you, later. You do understand there's nothing to learn other than the Lakers are going to take care of business tonight. Jay? Hey, tonight's game doesn't matter uh, in the big scheme of things. But, Man. look, it's still a big matchup because you have LeBron James. And even if KD isn't playing, you got James Harden on the floor. I think KD – hey, look, uh, Jay Will, I think KD's scared. You did call him soft earlier this morning. I think he, he crazy, I think man. he's scared, man. I don't think he want to play with the Lakers. I think he's spooked. Man, kid, you be saying some wild stuff. <laughs> you know I know that that's not true, right? More of a litmus test for who? Let's just put it that way. More I, I of a would, litmus would test. Say, I'll learn tonight knowing I would they're not say, fully loaded. I would say it's just probably more for the Lakers just because this is really the first time that they've had to face the Nets even if KD didn't play, right. that they've had to face them without AD. Unless, this is the first real team, so to speak. I know they played Minnesota, they beat Minnesota, but this is the first That's test. not Minnesota. Huh? In Minnesota, they don't count. That's what I I'm saying. Say, yeah, That's what okay. I'm like, it's Minnesota. So uh, Andre this is the Roberson first real Zubin. team. First real he, team. He, Andre Roberson just got picked up. He's a huge defensive stopper for the Nets. Stop bullying me, Jay Will. You're bully. <laughs> Mike Greenberg's Nest. We'll see Takes one to know one. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.